Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I want to talk with you guys about how it's God's job to protect. So God has been teaching me and just helping me to learn to trust him as protector. You know, and all of us here, we all have our different worries, different fears. And for me in particular, um, a temptation of fear has always been in regards to my marriage. You know, um, that's just been something that because of my trauma growing up and just seeing unfaithfulness, in my own parents' marriage, it's always caused me to just have that fear of unfaithfulness with um, my husband. And, you know, in that regard, the Lord has been reminding me and teaching me, like, Gabby, trust me. Because it came to a place where, like, I was just telling the Lord, God, I don't know how to handle my fears. I don't know if I can trust Michael. Even though Michael's a great guy, you know, yes, he has made mistakes, but he's a man of God. I just found myself struggling to trust him or struggling to to overcome the what ifs in the future, you know, because we can come up with a million what ifs in our mind. And so they, they were all just going and flowing in my mind. And I was just coming to God and saying, God, I don't know how I can trust Michael. And then that moment, the Lord reminded me, Gabby, you need to trust in me, right? When you can trust in me, then trusting Michael is trusting me. And the moment God said that, I realized like, Lord, wow, it all comes down to trusting you. You know, God wants us to trust our lives on him. Sometimes I feel like we work so hard to be self-sufficient, you know, make enough finances so that we don't have to trust God, that we can trust in our finances. Or, you know, we try to take control of our marriage or our family, being overprotective so that we don't have to trust in God. But what God is simply saying is for us to trust in him. Right, to put our trust in Him, and that means laying everything before Him and depending on God. When we truly depend on God, we shouldn't worry because we know that He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Like God is a mighty God. And when we read scripture, we get to know His character. We get to know that He is faithful, that He is trustworthy, that He is for our good. And so as we trust in God, we can trust our lives and have peace. Right, Whether you're struggling with finances or maybe you're struggling with your future career or maybe you're like me and you're, tr- and you're having that um, fear of being able to trust God in, with your marriage or your family. In those moments, we can remind ourselves that God is faithful and we can renew our mind with saying, no, I don't have to worry about my children because I know that God's hand is upon them. I don't have to worry about my marriage because I know that God is for this covenant. He's in the middle of this covenant. And for those of you who are fearful in that area, I love, um, you know, the passage in Genesis 20 when Abraham, you know, he's traveling and he lies because out of fear that, you know, the king might kill him because his wife is beautiful. He says, oh, Sarah, she's my sister, right? He makes that lie. But God actually shows King Abimelech in, in a dream and he tells him that, hey, this is Abraham's wife. Do not touch her. And, you know, that passage there alone shows me that God is for covenant, right? Because especially when we're talking about marriage, it's not just between you and your spouse, but God is in the middle of that covenant. It's a covenant. A covenant means it's, it's, you're bringing God in the picture. When we're talking about like a contract or agreement, it's just between, you know, you and someone else. But when you talk about covenant, it's with the Lord. 
So, you know, whatever aspect in our lives, we have to remember that we can trust God and God wants us to depend on Him. And so when you're tempted to fear, let that be an opportunity for you to learn to lean on God, to be like, God, I don't have to fear because I trust it in your hands. And He is the most trustworthy person ever. We can't trust ourselves, right? Like we can try the best we can, but there's always going to be like, what if something messes up? But when it's in God's hands, there is no room for error. He is good and he is a God that is above all things. Like anything is possible with God. And so when we're learning to trust our lives in God's hands, we can be in 100% peace because we know that he's good. I want to read to you guys Psalm 20 verse 7. It says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And so ask yourself, right, who are you placing your, your trust upon? Is it in the things that you're building, your wealth, your business, your career, your name, your influence, your own ability, or is it in the Lord, right? Because we need to remember, like I said before, that only God is trustworthy. Only God is stable. Only His ways are perfect. There's only one thing that's perfect in this life, and that's God. We can do, you know, so much risk management, calculations, but there is always going to be room of the what if, Right, And that's the reason why the world can't give us peace. The world's ways can't give us peace because it can't promise us perfection. But God can promise us perfection. We can trust that He's faithful, that His unfailing love is for us, right? Unfailing. It's never going to fail us. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to fail us. And so the solution to fear, guys, is believing that God is, a, is available and able to protect you. And not only is he available and able, but it's God's job to protect. He calls us his children. He calls us his bride. And when you think of a father, a father's duty is to protect their children. A husband, his duty is to protect his bride, his wife. And so it's God's job to protect us. And I really want to read here in um, Psalms 121. This is such a good verse. But it says, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. So I want to read to you guys from Psalm um, 121. It says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. I love this verse. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. So this is such a great psalm. If you are in the place of fear, read this Psalm 121, right? Read it and ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. But when I was reading Psalm 121, God was showing me, Gabby, it's my job to protect you, right? It says the Lord, verse seven, the Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. And how wonderful it is to know that God is watching over our lives. Like, I don't have to worry about the future. I don't have to worry about my kids or, well, I have one daughter now, but I'm believing for more kids. But I don't have to worry about my child, my marriage, right, my future, or even if harm comes or persecution comes. Like, I don't have to worry because God is watching over my life. And so I want to encourage you, don't give in to fear. You know, and I'm preaching to myself because I tend to be someone that worries a lot. But I have to renew my mind and say, God, I thank you that I don't have to worry because you're watching over me. God, I thank you, Lord, that it's your job to protect me and not my own. John 15, 5 says, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. 
apart from me, you can do nothing. And so this is also one of my favorite verses, but we have to remember that apart from Jesus, we can't do nothing. Apart from Jesus, we cannot live a bold life. Apart from Jesus, we cannot love. We cannot be merciful. We cannot be forgiving. And so I mentioned this in the last podcast. I'm going to mention it again. But we have to remember that it's not by our own strength. And what I mean by that is we can have the knowledge of something, right? Like we can know that we're supposed to love. We can know that we're not supposed to fear. But if we're trying to do it based off our own strength and knowledge, we're not able to. We can't bear fruit, right? And the fruit of the Spirit is peace, love, joy, forbearance, long-suffering, But we can't do those things apart from Jesus. And so we have to connect to him. We have to surrender to him. We have to abide in him. And abiding in Jesus means replacing our thoughts with his truth. It means laying down our worries in his hands. You know, going back to my story when I was sharing with you guys where I was struggling and just trusting God with my marriage and being able to trust Michael, the Lord was reminding me um, of 1 Corinthians Um, 13.7 where it says love always protects, love always trusts, love always hopes, it always perseveres. And God was telling me, Gabby, you can't do this without me. You can't persevere without me. You can't trust without me. You can't hope without me, right? Like I have to choose to put my trust in God. I have to choose to run to him when I'm feeling weary and believing that he will strengthen me. That's what it means to abide in Jesus. That's what it means to depend on him. When you're feeling weak, he's the first person you go to. Right? You confess your fears, you confess your struggles, but you believe in his power to transform you. Right? You believe that his word is alive and active and it will transform your heart. It will give you tangible strength. And so this is what it looks like to abide in God. And Jesus says, when you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. And so in this topic of fear, even with fear, being able to live boldly, even being able to be like that Proverbs 31 woman who laughs without fear of the future, Trust me, she's abiding in Jesus. She can't do that without him. And so God wants us to abide in him daily. It doesn't mean that, you know, when we get a revelation of something or on Sunday we get an encounter, we're good. God wants us to abide in him 24-7 because the moment we're not abiding, we cannot love. We cannot live, you know, with no fear. So this is such a powerful verse that I believe God wants us to know, that God wants you to know. Another verse that talks about abiding is Psalm 91. I'm going to read verses 1 to 2. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. So I love this, right? Psalm 91 is a conditional psalm, but it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under His shadow. Right? So when we are dwelling, right, in under the secret place of God, right? The secret place of the Most High. We will abide in His shadow. And when we're under the shadow of God, we can trust that our lives are going to be good, right? Going back to Psalm 121, that He will watch over our coming and going. So the thing that we have to make sure is that we, are we abiding in the Lord? Are we resting under, right? in, In the secret place, dwelling under His shadow. Like, where are we at? Have we gotten so far from God that that is why we're afraid? Because that's a valid reason to be afraid. If you're not living rightly with God, yeah, you're not going to get the blessings of Him. Even Romans 8.28 says that God works for the good of those who love Him. So if we don't love God, if we're not obeying His commands, then that is a valid reason. But today, you know, if, if that is where you're at, today you have the opportunity to repent, to turn away from all your sins, and trust that God will take you back. 
right? It doesn't mean that when we sin, we have to like make amends for years. Like God is so merciful. He will forgive you the moment you repent. That's how loving he is. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so if you're in a place where you've gotten so wayward, trust me, you can go back to him. You can ask the Lord for forgiveness and truly turn your heart towards him and he will take you and you can experience his peace and love in that moment. We never have to fear as children of God. You know, Psalm 37, 25 says, I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. So we can rest assured if we're living rightly with God, we don't have to live in worry. God will always provide our needs. You know, um, my, you know, God's been blessing Michael and I's business as well. Praise the Lord. Um, we never thought we would be in a place where we could sustain our living. You know, so praise God for that. And the, the doors that God's open, it's because of Him. You know, like the business opportunities that we have, it's not by our own strength. Like, yes, we did what we had to do. We were faithful with the little, but God was the one that opened the doors. God was the one that brought business opportunities, partnerships that we have. Like the Lord truly is for us. And so understand that it's God's job to provide for you, to protect you, right? Even for those, you know, who are listening, maybe your men, maybe your husbands, like it's God's job to protect your family. It's God's job to provide. Of course, you're called to do that, but you're under God. Right, so ultimately it's God's job. And so rest upon him, trust him, lean on him and don't live a life of striving. The world teaches us to strive because the world doesn't have God, but we have God as our provider and our protector. So I wanna pray for you all right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in. God, I just pray, Lord, that your word today that was spoken would give them peace, God. Lord, that you would soften their hearts to receive your word. Lord, and that your word would bear fruit of peace and joy in their lives. I feel like some of you have been so stressed and worrisome. And God's saying, child, it's time to lay it down. It's time to just trust me and live with joy. Like joy is your portion. Confidence is your portion. Peace is your portion. And that comes when we just surrender our lives to God. And we say, God, I, I choose not to worry because I know you're for me. I thank you, God, that we get to live a life of full joy and peace and we get to be like children where we don't have to worry about where provision is going to come or when our, you know, when the next gig is going to come. But God, you are going to provide and you are providing every single part of our needs. And I thank you, God, that you are so loving and merciful, God, for those who have turned away. I thank you, God, that your arms are always open wide to receive us, Lord, that you, are, you love us so much, that you died on the cross for us and that we have... Now, God, you know, until you come back, we have this chance to come to you. So I pray, God, that those who have gone wayward, that they would turn back to you and that they would experience your love, God. And as they walk with you, that they will see your goodness, that they will taste and see your goodness, Lord, upon their lives. So I thank you, God, for your truth today that was shared and spoken. Lord, speak to us. Help us to be more sensitive to your voice. Open up our hearts to receive you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you have been blessed by this podcast. Guys, don't forget to write a review as well. If you have been blessed by this and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just go to the episode, scroll all the way down, and you can write a review. This helps us to reach more people. And if you need a prayer request, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, you can reach out to us at info at livingrevelations.com. And please as well, if you have been blessed by this podcast, please consider giving, you know, a one-time donation or partnering with us. You know, we are wanting to start next year strong. Um, we're going to be having, um, launching our fundraiser campaign too coming up soon. 
Um, but really, you know, our ministry is all about sowing seeds into the hearts of lives and the next generation. God's given me a heart specifically for the next generation to see them, you know, walking in boldness and the fullness of their God-given purpose, right? To see their lives transformed. So we, we need all the finances we can to create the resources, Bible study guides, these podcasts that you're listening to. Um, it definitely requires more than myself to do this. So, you know, we need a team and we need finances to do that. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So thank you guys for tuning in. I pray that you have been blessed by this and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.